I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to <laughs> Gamers 2 Story Time, Fireside Chat. Uh... It's going to be a, might be a fireside chat's a good one. I like that one. Fireside chat. Uh, I'm not in a wheelchair with a lamp, with a blanket over my lap. That was the right president, right? Yeah, I wish I was. Sounds Uh, nice. I don't, I don't want the wheelchair part of it, but I mean, I'll take the blanket. Uh, It should be, I mean, at time of recording, it's not December 25th, but let's not break the immersion as far as we're concerned. It is December 25th. And there was clearly no news and nothing important happened in the gaming industry for the entire week. And if it did, well, <laughs> shit. And instead, we're just going to spitball some bullshit. Uh, which, for some reason, I decided the idea of us going to the subreddit writing prompts and then picking prompts and throwing them at each other, not for the other person just to come up with the story based on the prompt, but for us as a whole, to, to get our little creative juices flowing in a sense. We're just going to read some prompts we find entertaining and see if we can make the the movie or the story around them as we've done, or I guess famously happened uh, two weeks ago when Nate wrote, Nate and Matt wrote uh, a Lifetime Christmas movie, which had way too many things in it. <laughs> Or way too many uh, lifetime moments happening at once. Which I heard was exactly what uh, the KFC movie was. That 15-minute thing was basically all the lifetime... All the tropes. Tropes mushed into one. Uh, Good news. Didn't watch it. But I feel like... How we could even start there. We could 100% make that movie, and it would be longer than 15 minutes. Because we have, to, we have to build to the tropes. You have to start with a young Colonel Sanders. A man in his teens going through his high school ribbing only to go into the military and truly earn his name, Colonel Sanders. So... We can start there. We can start with this. I mean, would you start the movie with him what, just ingrained what, with the... Well, uh, what genre? I don't know. doesn't have to be a romance. It doesn't have to be a Lifetime movie. I feel like it would be like a Forrest Gump style movie. Interesting. Okay. All right. Forrest, but is he Forrest? Well, he's the main character. 
Are we removing the slow aspect from Forest? Yeah, it's just that whole idea, the okay. whole structure, like whole narrative base. There is yeah. some type of a narrator, even though it is, it might just be Sanders. Yeah, kind of a, him retelling. Could be, yeah. A la Private Ryan, almost as well. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, or I though. Guess Saving Private Ryan is the full title of that, not just <laughs> Private Ryan. The problem with the Colonel Sanders origin story is that do you establish his desire to make finger looking good uh chicken fried chicken like in the movie or is it just there and you just establish it and it's just always a thing like is that like his dream as being a child or is it something in his life that that makes him want to i think we establish it in such a way also uh this podcast is not sponsored but it is brought to you by lake of the woods brewing company uh, I'm drinking a Forgotten Lake Blueberry Ale. It's delicious. There's not much blueberry. Hmm. Which is interesting. interesting. That being said, sorry, I had to had to get had to get the uh, shout out to the old Forgotten Lake uh, community because you know they're listening. That being said, you're not forgotten, Forgotten Lake. No, never, never forgotten, never forget. I think you actually started with a semi dramatic childhood experience. Clearly raised in Kentucky. Okay. Which is the whole where Kentucky Fried comes from. Or even raised in Tennessee, and he has to move to Kentucky for a reason I'm about to explain. So you know how there are, uh, similar to your state fairs, county festivals, all that stuff, where there's baking competitions. And people can submit pies and yada yada, and there's... You know, judges, blue ribbon happens, whole thing. Mm -hmm. This story would start with whatever state we decide to put him in. Has to be it has to be either in Kentucky or bordering Kentucky to eventually get to the KFC idea. Has to be next to or in. But he manages to win at all the smaller levels with his fried chicken recipe until he goes to the state level. In which he's been riding high this entire time and loses the biggest prize that he would claim at the state level to his rival that he met that week. And unknown to him, his rival sabotaged him. Okay. By putting in some type of seasoning flavor into like his mix without him knowing. So and cool. then it becomes a quest to forever beat the rival again. So what I was thinking was more of a are you familiar with the Great Gatsby? I've read the book. So I was thinking more of a Gatsby esque character oh okay all right and we're 100 percent making two different movies at that point <laughs> yeah yeah well this was what i was thinking was he was kind of somewhat of a tormented soul and but also mysterious yes and like uh you know gadsby and great gadsby is like his whole purpose for being is he's pursuing what's her face there i can't remember her name well there's also the entire if you want to really read into gadsby it's that he's not himself and there's six people that are him technically so, 
he's pursuing we're not gonna go there he's pursuing <laughs> the <laughs> i'm just saying if we lean that part into the okay but he's pursuing a, pursuing a girl okay yep and like that's the motif i guess there right there it's like he's pursuing he had maybe some fried chicken from some person in his past maybe when he was a child like a nanny or something like something that like a moment that hit him and ever since then he's been chasing that and he's like this tormented soul that's constantly trying to perfect his finger licking fried chicken and you know not realizing that he has the best finger licking fried chicken and then you know he ends up so where does the woman come in that was just a reference, like oh, to, okay, to okay. like that being. So not the woman. The chicken is the goal. Yeah, the chicken is the woman. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> got it. Uh, okay. So if we run with that, then yeah, we say that he's after. I mean, I'm, so, I'm not saying we have to run no, no, with that. No, I'm saying can't. that's the idea but that I had. Let's combine them. Okay. Tormented childhood yes. keeps us with the same damaged child. Okay. Because he got damaged by being beat by his rival at state level. That means they were like twelve years old. Okay, and it, it's you're very impressionable at that age because you lost demonstrably on the biggest stage of your life at that moment. Then, in his pursuit, never let it go. Happens throughout high school, ribbed through in high school. Oh, what's up, chicken boy? Whole thing, right? Because <laughs> he's been trying to figure out how he lost the entire time, building up to like he, he thought he had the best chicken. It wasn't even a question. How does he lose? Moves to Kentucky. Or was in Kentucky to start with. Whatever the situation is. Keeps developing this chicken. Keeps going. Starts going everywhere with it. With, oh my god, is it 11 herbs and spices? Whatever the number is. Constantly seeking it. And even when he's getting the validation from other people, because he he needed, obviously, he needed a way to finance this entire thing, right? So he had to open a chain. Okay. So he has has a partner of sorts, female, male, doesn't matter. 2020, we can make this movie however we want. He has a partner of sorts that persuades him to open a restaurant but he's 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 against the entire thing the entire time because he still doesn't think he has the best chicken but this partner realizes financially without that restaurant he's screwed he can't do it so she just she he convinces him to open up a restaurant just to at least keep money going And then he goes down into the bunker, into the research bunker, unaware that his restaurant is thriving. Are we good so far? Are you looking up herbs and spices for me? I I mean, it's 11. Okay, I was right. right. I got, I was like, oh, I'm going to do some background research on Colonel Sanders. That's not fun. I mean, he might have some in here. That's true. He was born in Indiana. For example. Perfect. So he starts in Indiana, has to flee the state because he can't live with his own embarrassment. Goes to Kentucky. The colonel and Colonel Sanders 
It's not a military. I know it's not actually a military yep. thing. It's Kentucky Colonel. It's the highest title of honor bestowed by the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Perfect. In one of the a number of honorary titles of Colonel. Perfect. Blah, okay. blah, 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 goes on. So just like the Dirty South, they just make colonels happen, apparently. So what we'll do, he can't stay in Indiana because he can't live with the shame. So he moves to Kentucky where nobody knows his name. It's like the reverse of Cheers. So he's in Kentucky. Meets this person that convinces them to open the franchise. They call it Kentucky Fried Chicken. Blah, blah, blah. He retreats to the bunker to perfect his recipe because he refuses to believe that it's correct. Or the best, right? I guess. I feel like this is a... Trivia. We're getting sidetracked. Trivia. What state did the first Kentucky Fried Chicken open in? Tennessee. Utah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, what the fuck? Anyways, continue. It was probably just fried chicken into Kentucky, technically, I guess. Well, it's a high... Yeah, the whole thing. Great Depression. It was a thing. Yeah. Anyway, so he opens it in Kentucky this time. We're not following the actual standard of of the Sanders. Fuck Colonel. Poetic license here. Exactly. So he opens it. He opens the franchise in Kentucky, but he retreats to the bunker, as I've said like five times now. Yep. Because he refuses to believe that's his research bunker. The Colonel Sanders. It's not really a bunker, bunker. but it's the idea of just like a closed. He closes himself off. No, it's a bunker. Okay. It's a bunker. It's a bunker. It's officially a bunker because he refuses to believe that he has actually perfected. We need some shot of a closet and in the closet is literally just his white. Yeah, there's nothing white uniforms with black ties or whatever. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing but that in a closet. Hmm. It probably during some argumentative fight with the other person, they just there's a closet open in the background that's just nothing but white lab coats, bro. Let's do the Fight Club angle. There is no other person. He's the other person. He is the other person. I got it. All right. So yeah. So he convinces himself somehow to open up a restaurant. Yeah. For his own reason of like, I, I'm never going to have enough money. You need to do this. Blah, blah, blah. Whole thing happens. Uh, somebody punches him in the face at some point. It's a great time. Down in the bunker. And this is where the fun part is. We see a bunch of spices, almost as if he's a drug dealer. And it looks really bad. Yeah. And he just has chickens. With like centrifuges and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Okay. And he just has chickens. Hmm. Corpses, not Corpses, like not, not live. live chickens. Yeah, okay. yeah. We're never gonna see the live chicken. These ones are already dead. Because he has no care for live chickens. He just he orders them for every orders them from calls a day. Mm-hmm. He's like, I know my secret is in my spices and my frying, not the chicken itself. Everybody loves the skin, not the meat. That's how it mm-hmm. works. So he just has a bunch on basically what would be roasting skewers. Mm-hmm. And then you can they're labeled with like Spice mix one, spice mix two, spice mix three. Mm-hmm. And they're just on, they're on a count. They're on one part, one wall of the lab. The lab, the bunker, the lab. He keeps going. He keeps, he himself and other entity keep opening franchises. Because it just be, starts becoming way too lucrative. And it's not until he tries to open one in Indiana. Where he had to flee. That his rival shows back up. Mm-hmm. This time, I think we actually bring the rival in. It's a real rival. Okay. 
he fight clubs himself out of this entire mind bend that happened when he was a child. He started developing the alter personality of somebody constantly telling him he wasn't good enough Mm -hmm. to also trying to perfect himself. And he oh so maybe the alter personality is Colonel Sanders, and we're following his name Harland. is Steve. Oh, Harland. Harland, yeah, Harland. Oh, yeah, his actual name. All right, yeah. yeah, and then you know, at some point in the movie, he decides to because the entire kill thing is Harland and just become Colonel, Colonel Sanders. Sanders. Oh, interesting. Let's go with that. Let's go with that entire thing. He leads up to yeah. They're like business partners at first, or yeah, something. yeah. There's they're some weird business partners, like the guy that signs the LLC corporation. Everything is like looking at him crazy when he's like, "Why do you want both names on this?" <laughs> you are you're the, and uh, so he opens a bunch of franchises, but he can't open one in Indiana. Kentucky gives you see the ceremony. Kentucky gives him the Colonel Standard, yep. standard Colonel title. Yeah, Kentucky which, Colonel. Yeah, yeah, which gives him both, which shows you now having. Both personalities having names. Mm-hmm. You have Harlan and you have Sanders. They go to open one in Indiana. The rival shows up, who has been currently king of Indiana fried chicken. And they got to do a good old, like, beat Bobby Flay battle. <laughs> okay. So they both have to go present their fried chicken, the best of their fried chicken, the best that they can make. You know, go back to your own home kitchens, make it, bring it here. Let's have a panel of five judges who can be Iron Chef judges for all I give a shit, show up and declare a winner of Best Fried Chicken. So now we get a sweet training montage. The best around. He's punching chicken carcasses because that's just the Rambo joke in the middle of this whole thing. Mm -hmm. But right before he goes... I was thinking maybe he could be boxing and wearing chickens as gloves. Ooh, also good. (laughs) I like it. He just shoves his hands and chew chickens and there is boxing gloves. Just... He's punching like a a giant bag that has the the general shape of a punching bag, but it's essentially like a tea bag that's full of spices, herbs and spices. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The room's getting a little dusty. Yeah. He's getting high on the spices. Yeah. Because every time he gets high on the spices, Colonel Sanders shows up. Yeah. You see him throwing like wings and drumsticks at a (laughs) dartboard, like throwing knives. (laughs) Uh... During the montage... Too many spices into the air, he gets high. The problem being when he gets high, Sanders kills Harland. We get that transition happening like the day before they have to go present chicken. Yeah. And Sanders officially kills Harland off and assumes assumes full control. Throws him into a pressure cooker. I don't know. Well, we can't actually have him do physical harm that way because he still has to go do the thing. Unless he does it in, unless that's why he wears the coat because he burns his arm type of thing. Yeah, maybe. All right, we'll do that. He harms himself in a way that the outfit, the full white suit, black tie covers it. Mm -hmm. Sanders has now assumed his body and taken over and he goes and presents chicken, wins, kills his former foe. Not really, but essentially embarrasses him out. Buys all his chains in Indiana, and it is the weirdest Fight Club redemption arc <laughs> of fried chicken. So we have a really dark ending to this movie, and we, and it's like Colonel Sanders laughing maniacally over his empire of chicken, fried chicken. It's that, but the final shot is his foe that he just vanquished at the contest. 
alone in his garage with a very large pan out scene. You hear a chicken squawk and then a single gunshot credits roll. <laughs> so you're like, did he shoot the chicken? Did he shoot himself? I don't know what just happened. All right. So is it going to be like the founder of Chick-fil-A or something like that? Ooh, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, it does have to be another fast food chain. So maybe he doesn't. Mm, yeah, maybe we don't have him shoot himself. Or maybe it's just it's not necessarily Chick-fil-A, but it is a just some other. It doesn't have to be another real yeah. fast food place, but another uh, another fried chicken joint like Checkers or something like that is yeah. their. What's the fucking Breaking Bad chicken place? Los uh, Los Polos. Yeah, Los Polos. Or Poyos. Yeah. Poyos. All right. There we go. Hour and a half and it's a dark movie. <laughs> it's a real dark movie. I like it, though. I like the idea of a dark Colonel Sanders movie. Yeah. I like that he got abused as a... He got beaten as a child just out of embarrassment, which then drew him to have a second personality that he never got diagnosed for. Who then fight clubbed himself into becoming Colonel Sanders and then officially took over Harlan's body only to dom- turn around and dominate. Yeah, all right, there you go. It's perfect. That's a great movie. I'd watch the shit out of that movie, actually. <laughs> <laughs> because it would be it'd be terrifying. <laughs> it would be interesting to shoot it in such a way that you don't realize that it's about Colonel Sanders. Until there's the reveal where oh, he murders, the, yeah, yeah, he yeah. murders. I'm doing quotations and murders Harland and and puts on the the outfit and everything. Oh, it's true. So if we remove, yeah, if we take the Fight Club angle and we remove the idea of showing the closet mm-hmm. and we show him damage himself in a in a fry cook or something, and he's like, I gotta, I have to go get a suit. I have yeah. to go get a suit to cover this up. And he goes on such late notice that the only thing they have available is the fully white suit and the black tie, yada yada. And that's just what he becomes. That's what he becomes known as. And he's like, "This is what's your name, Colonel Sanders." Boom, Reddit. (laughs) (laughs) And then everybody's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" (laughs) Granted, if you couldn't figure it out by the Colonel, the fried chicken angle the entire time, well, you got a problem. But that could be a part of the reveal, I guess. That. Like, you, you well, don't ever really see the fried chicken. You just see, like, the spices and herbs and stuff. So you do think it's, like, a drug thing. And then there's a reveal when it's... Yeah. I think we just leave the chicken thing in. But we leave the anointing of himself, announcing himself as Colonel Sanders, similar to Tony Stark announcing Iron Man. <laughs> like, hey, who is Colonel Sanders? And you're like, I am Colonel Sanders. They're like, oh, Harlan, Harlan, Harlan. He's taking questions at a presser after he's won the Indiana uh, chicken off. (laughs) And he just ends the entire press conference with, I am Colonel Sanders. Because he's been going under a pseudonym the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Storyboard. Something. Something else. All right, that's one. You have anything that uh, that struck your fancy in there? Not really. I'm I'm mostly disturbed by some of these, where I'm just like, "What are you people thinking?" Some of them are pretty disturbing. I did see one. I kind of I kind of liked the our idea uh, us to take an idea on. 
And this episode doesn't have to be an hour. We're already at 20 something minutes. So let's just let's let's do one more. Because I was not expecting Colonel Sanders, to be fair. Who was? That's the twist at the end. <laughs> no one's ever expecting no one's ever expecting Colonel Sanders. All right, so here's here's our prompt. Centuries ago, Australia was used as an experimental breeding ground for predatory animals, with criminals being delivered as food. The right. experiment was forgotten, and somehow the humans managed to survive. Now you need to write the final report. So is this like you're one of the humans that survived and you're writing the final report? Or I think you're somebody that knows of this idea that was hidden in the deep state, if you will. And they finally it got brought up in a hearing somewhere and they're like, we need to end this and just write this report and get I it I mean, done. someone's already working on this. It's called Arc 2 with Vin <laughs> Diesel. <laughs> I was going to take a Cloverfield aspect to it. Uh, like uh, found footage? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you're writing the final report based on found footage on, in Australia that you've had to keep. You're part of a secret team that this started, this rumor started coming out of Australia that somebody found a foot, somebody found this tape in a landfill or something. Mm -hmm. And it's showing this area with these beasts in it. And these just people getting devoured and then eventually like a rise up conquer scenario and you had to go in you know good old secret mission style and extract the tape and kill the people so they never can speak about it again mm -hmm. and then it's told through the footage but more footage kind of keeps popping up so you're and like this weird hit squad of grabbing all the footage you can and silencing everybody while also still telling the story of everything that's going on or that did go on centuries ago. Interesting. Uh, another approach. Have you ever seen this is like eighties action flick escape from LA or escape from New York? I know the movies, but I've never watched them. Good I think old I, I think I know escape. Bliskin. I think I only know Escape from New York. I don't know about the L.A. one, I think. Could go that route. I'll I'll need some context. You know, I mean, in the one of them. Because uh, that sounds like we're living in the centuries ago. Oh, so you're saying this is at. We're in the future acknowledging the past. Uh, okay. See, I I interpret it as like. This happened in Australia, and no, like no one goes there now. And oh, okay, yeah, it's still this, like that. Because the prompt would be centuries ago, Australia okay. was used as an experimental breeding ground for predatory animals with criminals delivered as, as food. But it, the experiment was forgotten, and the humans survived. Okay, so I guess you could interpret so all it. The, like extinct animal problem almost, where like we had dinosaurs. We were trying to we were trying to Jurassic World Australia. So they're saying like this is their interpretation of why Australia is the way it is today, right? Because we all, did everything's send, we, trying to kill you. Yeah, they sent all their criminals there. Yeah, that's and, legit. But they were trying to breed super monsters. Yeah, and gave the criminals as a tribute of food, but it failed. 
and the criminals lived. And now they either maybe they lost the super monster, like they don't know where it went. So that could be we could do the horror angle where they found footage. Like they somebody didn't have to, nobody had to write the final report, right? Like nobody brought it up. Tremors five. Kind of. But <laughs> let's not make tremors because fuck that shit. That's <laughs> terrible movies. Um well, not, not terrible, but they're popcorn flicks and a half. If we take the found footage angle and the idea that we lost the monster, which is the only reason we have to like write the report in quotes, somebody comes up with found footage, you have to go in, kill the person, get the footage, but then you realize that the footage is dated only a year ago and not centuries ago like we thought it was. So now you're on the mission for... Like, kind of like this idea. Godzilla-esque, where is this monster problem? I think we should spin it even more and it'd be like modern, you know, it's nowadays or whatever. It's current current time for the movie. Uh-huh. And no one knows of the existence of Australia because it's been scrubbed from history. Oh, interesting. And then like it comes up or like you're in the government of some government or something like that. I don't know why you'd have to go there, but you're like, oh, that was like, that's Atlantis. Like, no one ever, that's not real. And people are like, no, like, whoever's like, no, it's real. There's we the, just, no one, it was scrubbed from history because. There's the old, there's like the one conspiracy theorist on the team. Yeah. That's like, no, it, it's 100% real. Why do you guys not believe me? And everybody's like, shut up. But then there's the one person that believes the conspiracy theorist is like, mm-hmm. come talk to me in my office. And he gives the whole rundown of like what happened in Australia. Yeah interesting i like this so it's it's can it's 2030 or something right we have to put it 2077 2077 perfect (laughs) i like it so in 2077 the we there's a small team put because there was a a found footage of something that they didn't understand and they thought was aliens and the conspiracy theorists recognized it as australia i'm getting like man in the high castle vibes in the very beginning with the fucking reel of yes kind of that mixed with uh the latest like godzilla king of the monsters where i haven't uh, seen it yet dude don't worry about it it's not like i said (laughs) it's got a lot of problems but it's a godzilla movie or similar to uh did you watch the watchman on hbo no there's they're talking about the whole thing and there's a fanboy of the OG Watchmen on like this FBI team. Mm-hmm. And so what's her name that was part of the OG grabs him to come with her. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, you understand what's going on, obviously, but nobody else really believes you or gets it. So there is hardboiled agent played by Fillion or whatever the other guy is that's on uh, that Navy SEAL show now used to do bones that. Oh yeah, okay. Angel. Is that his name? No, <laughs> he was Angel in the the show, the spinoff from Buffy. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So somebody, somebody that's that's deep. That's deep. That's really deep. <laughs> um, but somebody that's kind of that hard boiled style yeah. has uh, that like gritty nature, and it can't be. It could be Idris Elba. I kind of actually really like him for this role, for the. The guy that is just this hard boiled, like, I've been assigned this case, but I don't want to believe in it type of thing. And you have to get a geeky nerd to play the conspiracy theorist because that's just how it works. So you get Jack Black to be that guy. Okay. <laughs> Even though he already did this in Jumanji, so I'm not really sure if that works, but 
you get somebody somebody else that has to be either has to be some believable nerd conspiracy theorist nerd to be like that's australia and everybody be like what are you talking about and then idris or whoever this hard-boiled guy is would be like would you come to my office at a certain point would you want would you want a younger person for which part i want a younger person for the the conspiracy theorist almost almost chernobyl style you see what i'm going for there yeah where you have the person that really knows it and then the person they have to just like they have to make the person that was been assigned them know it type of thing so you have to make what was a check or whatever believe you yeah yeah so he starts pulling out all these maps of australia and the world before and all this stuff and he's like this is what happened nobody talks about it anymore blah 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 which eventually makes them have to fly there yeah of course and then i don't know what happens when you get there i haven't thought that far ahead i've got all the build up to that point they know there's monsters do we make it more than one or is it one big one monsters yeah in australia I feel like it would be, I don't think it should be a monster film as in like a singular monster. Right, yeah. Just large things that are going to murder you. Like not anaconda, but large snakes, large bears, large everything. Everything, everything's Everything's just steroided and you're not sure why type of thing. Yeah, then I guess we're getting into King Kong issue, which was not that big. Like the movie King Kong, the one where like it was like that, like oh, everything on the island was like huge. Yeah, no, I don't want to. I don't want to be that big. I also well, want some. I also want some type of like mystery these were, element to it. These were creatures that were experimented on, right? Yeah, so they could be a combination of animals too. Ooh, I like that. I like that. And you could have like things that would be large be small. Yeah, and there'd be a lot of them. Like a horde of miniature gorillas. Yeah. <laughs> that actually look terrifying, but do nothing because it's like giving a massage whenever they try to beat you. Just... Well, think of like... And then so they've s- been experimented on. So uh, yeah. imagine gorillas that are half their size. But twice as strong. But they're also like way more of them and they're all like basically rabid. Mm. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, yeah. I can live with that. Or like just shit, that general idea. Giant right. intelligent giraffes. Nerdy. Bigger than they already are. Nah, that'd be too on the nose. Too too uh, too cliche. What for? Are you trying to cast the nerdy? Yeah, I was looking at a list of like popular actors and actresses right now, and I saw Zoe Saldana, but that's just too. Um, no. 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 It's too. Uh. Uh-uh. Paul Rudd. N- no. Get out of this Marvel Cinematic Universe. I know that eliminates a lot of people, but get out of it. <laughs> it does. <laughs> uh. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. What about Adam Driver? Honestly? <laughs> Honestly, I kind of like that actually, because he, has, he can pull off like that. Nervous, the, he has that terrible delivery that would be so good for it. Because uh, what was it? The dead, the dead don't. Yep, dead don't die. Yeah, the dead don't die. As far as I was concerned, terrible movie. But his delivery of everything, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking zombies. And you're like, that fits. That fits perfectly. Uh, Stephen Merchant also threw was in my head. Zendaya was also in my head, but that goes back into MCU. Nick Cage. No, we can't. <laughs> we can't national treasure this. And after jujitsu, he's going to be way too expensive for us. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what about uh? Oh my god, can we get Richard Iowati? Yes. Yes, we <laughs> That'd can. That's so good. Uh That oh, would be that'd be great. All right, where, where what else we got here? What else would we want to do? We got to the island and we kind of determined what they were, but I don't know how this ends. I don't know. If I mean, just... do you want it to be like Jurassic Park ish, where like there's clearly everything's like dilapidated and like, like. I think there's going to be multiple well, he... defunct science facilities. Humans are there. Not many though. Tribal, like hidden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were they kind of reverted? Yes. That's how they managed to survive, and you don't find them until you got you had to run into the jungle, obviously. Because there's a jungle in Australia. So now. do we want to play this like 
they're not friendly and it's almost like you don't know what's worse the people or the creatures interesting mexican standoff style yeah yeah because you think you're you're okay oh yeah people. you're seeing other people and you go towards the other people and then you find out they're all tribal and they like do human sacrifices and they're yeah, all fucking they're, psychos and they have enough of their own knowledge in them to know that somebody at some point abandoned them yeah maybe could go that route because it would that would be actually no they might not even know that but that would be generations late could be uh you could take the horizon zero dawn approach where they like hate technology and think it's evil i think i think you would find that they are tribaled up in a jungle somewhere and there's there were probably like let's say there were three science facilities a la a Jurassic world mm-hmm. like there were three caged in environments at some point for them to be doing the experiments on and the tests on but the the crew that shows up with Richard Iowati and whoever else find they fly to one of them because it's the only one that Richard knows the location of only to find out that it's entirely overgrown and entirely off. there's not there's no power there's nothing and that's how he finds out that he sees like you see damages type of thing in like the cage units obviously so he knows everything's gone to shit mm-hmm. and you see cave paintings they're not obviously cave paintings but there is some type of like drawing or something on the inner walls of the building unclear how long it's been there but it does indicate that they're they might have marked it as a like way for how to get back to their base from here type of thing okay and then that's where they go they eventually make their way into the through the woods, jungle, whatever the hell wants to be in Australia in this weird timeline. They make it... They're As they're going through, they're coming across all these other creatures that existed. And ones they didn't know existed. Like things that even... The conspiracy theorist Richard is like, what? I don't know what that is. I have no idea what that is. Only to then find the people and have them not accept them Mm -hmm. so now you've seen one enemy you were just introduced to another enemy and now it becomes what do we do because we there has to be a reason they can't leave like that they kind of just turn around and go back to the helicopter there has to be a reason like either they got their helicopter got hit or destroyed or something there has to be a reason that they can't just up and leave all right, so if you I mean you could go the route of the humans that are there are somewhat tribal now. Yep. They have an aversion to technology, but that doesn't necessarily mean they don't know how to use it or they don't know enough to like like, they could have been waiting for people to show up. They have a rudimentary understanding of things. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's the problem, is that they've sent people prior, and they've never come back, because the, the humans there are, like, actively... Capturing them. Capturing them, and or killing them, and or stopping them from being able to leave by, like, destroying helicopters or modes of transportation. I think this movie ends... With them dying. The team sent there. 
dies. Mm-hmm. And like once again, it's just the story of they lost another team to Australia. Yep. Like their one yeah. speed bump on this road. Yeah, because they can't figure out how to do it. They just keep losing teams to this Australia, this place. Mm-hmm. And it just ends with them. One of them has to die, and then the other one commits suicide. Conspiracy theorist dies to the tribe. Yeah, and the other guy is like besieged on all sides, essentially, and just like caps himself. Yeah. He finds himself. I don't even know if he would cap himself. Maybe he goes with guns. No, not positive, but he finds himself mid mid battlefield tribe on one side monsters on the other and just it says fuck it doesn't know what to do yeah and like right before you see whatever might kill him kills himself and then that's just the end of the movie there are cliffs uh on one of the shores of one of the coastlines he goes for the old jump just jump straight off they're they're like Cliffs of Dover style cliffs where there's just sheer cliffs and there's rock and ocean. Yeah, so we could go for the idea that he gets chased to that point. Yeah, maybe he's dead, maybe he's alive. Leave it, leave it a little. A little bit of a stretch. Yeah. Open enough for uh, Australia 2 electric boogaloo. Yeah, exactly. He washes up on a shore somewhere. Somebody finds him and he goes to this whole thing. He washes up on the shore of New Zealand. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> also, didn't think that was real. Like, there's a whole thing. And or Tasmania. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. So I like that he gets... He somehow evades, say, the monsters, right? Mm-hmm. Only to run into the tribe again. As yeah. he's been trying to find a way off this island after his conspiracy theorist killed himself. Mm-hmm. Or not killed himself, but got killed by the tribe. He managed to avoid... He managed to evade the tribe only to find the monsters evades the monsters eventually only to then run into it like a scouting party of the tribe while he's next to the cliffs and decides i'm just gonna jump yeah if i die i die and he jumps off the cliff and that's the end of the movie and then he post credit scenes you get the uncharted 4 nathan drake teaser with him on on the shore I was going to go with that or with uh, the Last of Us boat scene, one of the two. Yeah, but then in the background, you'd have to see um, a massive Tasmanian devil, Tasmanian dog, or whatever the fuck they're called, uh, you know, silhouette. I was liking, They're fucking weird looking. I was liking that or you just see this entirely advanced civilization. <laughs> like he washes up on shore. And somehow just off the coast of Australia is this, like, Dubai is just (laughs) there. And he's like, and it just leaves you with so many questions of how is there this thriving city within wash-up distance when that island is is the exact opposite. So we go the opposite route from there where hyper, have hyper-advanced humans who... I'm going to show you a picture of a test. Yeah, yeah. Hyper advanced humans, but the point of almost the, um, what are the the code keepers? Not code keepers. That's not the word I want. The librarians called in Star Wars. Uh, the, the really tall people. 
Are you talking about the it's clone? The clone people? The one when Obi-Wan goes to look at the archives. The really tall, long-necked people. That's the cloners, the Camino. Yeah, Caminos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're basically like that. They're humans like that. Where That's how they speak. Where they're so elevated and fancy in their speak that they don't understand some of his primitive things. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know what you're talking about. And that, but that's all. That's movie two. That's movie two. That's another discussion at another time. Oh, I thought these things were extinct. Apparently they're not. No, I don't know. I think Tasmanian devils were extinct. There wasn't there some Tasmanian. I mean, at this point, there's probably a bunch of shit that's extinct. But uh, it was Tasmanian dog as well as it was extinct. Ah. Uh, and you can look it up. Sorry, I'm not looking. I'm looking something else up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Likely story. Yeah. But yeah, I like both those movies. I think we got some solid, uh, some solid stuff to work on here to work I, from. I like that the the first one ends. It just ends. We There's, we make some dark fucking movies. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, the first one is dark, but it does have a redemption arc in it. Only to then go to immediately worse. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, what? Well, he redeems himself by beating his former foe. He just no longer knows he is himself. Because he's become Colonel Sanders. He's lost his humanity. Yeah. He's now... He became consumed by Colonel Sanders. And the second one's just like straight up like... The second one's just a monster movie. <clears throat> but really dark. But we did leave that open for a sequel. True. I don't. I feel like we can't do. I feel like we'd have a hard time doing an upbeat movie. I feel like we could do one, but we would have to. It would have to be just be comedy. Like we wouldn't even have to be able to skirt. Like a there wouldn't be an idea of a feel good movie. It would have to just go straight comedy with an outlandish plot. Yeah. Hmm. Something like something along the lines of a bunch of nerds decide to rob packs. Or like the gaming convention, but I'm I know those movies have already been done and they're all written terribly. Do like a science fiction comedy, maybe. Science fantasy. Or just the fantasy one. They always turn out cheesy, though. Yeah, they all everything like that turns into such cheese. Like I was gonna remember the show, the the guild, it was yeah. the, web, the web series. Mm-hmm. I was like, that has a really good idea in it. I just never cared. Yeah, I can never, I can never get into it. But I think it has a really good idea, or similar to the way the remember the movie Tag, Renner and John Hamm, and I never saw it, but I know I never saw about. it either. But that was based on a real group of guys that play tag once a year i i think you do that exact thing but a la every two years when the new mmo gets an expansion type of thing and it's them going hard for a month with each other and the trials and tribulations of such 
having to deal with their their wives and trying to take time off from work and ditch kids and all this stuff to just get two two hours a night in to actually hang out with their boys to play games. Mm-hmm. Or it, it boils down to that, but then like one guy meets a girl, the one single guy of the group meets a girl that's totally into it. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, it's 2020, so it's unbelievably sexist, but they like refuse to bring her in. But the one guy's like, I'm bringing her in. This isn't like a discussion. And then that breaks the whole like mold. Can you go with the hangover thing where what you're saying where a group of guys gets together for the expansion all the time and one of them gets a a new girlfriend or whatever Ooh, and actually, they spend all this effort and energy trying to es- kidnap him or escape or whatever the case is that's the key and it's a bunch of single guys and the one popular one the one true non-nerd mm-hmm. air quote you know you're stereotypical he's not a nerd look needs to get kidnapped because the new expansion's coming out. They go through all this effort and it's crazy romp. And then at the end of the movie it turns out that she's actually like also super into it. Yeah. And or it turns out like she's she's mega a per- geared, she's like, a persona they they, they yeah. know the name of, but they never knew the person behind the name. Mm-hmm. And she's been hiding it from him the whole time. Oh yeah, yeah. Because she refuses to think that he would find it attractive that she was so nerdy about something. They've been gaming in secret type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's so stupidly cheesy, but it's (laughs) so easily done. Like, wait, are you guys talking about blah, blah, blah? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well, you could have just said so. This is the last five minutes of the movie. You could have just said so. I mean, I would have been okay with it. Really? You'd be okay. Like, it's going to be a lot of time. We're going to steal. You're fine with that? Yeah. She has. Besides, a, I'll play with you guys. She has a fake door in her walk in closet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It slides, it slides closed back, and there's pocket, a fucking pocket door that battle station. Slides into a battle station. Like, yeah, I would have just played with you guys. You could have just said something. And they're like, what do you mean played with us? Do you know what we're talking about? She's like, yeah. I My character so and so. And they just all go. You see, like, the weird double take where they all go look at themselves as she's clearly not standing in the circle because they're holding on, they're each holding on to a different part of him mm-hmm. to pull him away. And they all look at each other when she says the character name and they're like, and they just slowly do the turn back and they're like, wait, you? She's like, yeah, what of it? <laughs> Happy oh. ending and all that good stuff. All right, there. We made a happy movie. Two darks and a happy. <laughs> Eventually, we'd, we could... You know what we could, we could never make? I'd tell you this right now. This is something I know we can't ever make. Kids movie. Either animation or not. We can't make one. Because I'm going to want to drop a fuck in there somewhere. Kids <laughs> movies are like... Even though kids movies now, I'm pretty sure do that. <laughs> Yeah, watching some old kids' movies, I'm like, damn, like, how did I not see? Whew, how did Nettie, I not see these things? Old cartoons? How was Cat Dog okay? Yeah. SpongeBob's got a lot of stuff going on. Ren and Stimpy. Oh, my God. The Canadian Yaxman anthem? 
happy, happy, joy, joy. Hey, <laughs> uh, Dad, Natty. Yeah, man, there's a lot of. I'm, I enjoyed this brainstorming session, Matt. All right, now we got to get on it. Start start making making movies. Uh, the Gamers 2 production company will be forming an LLC in uh, 2021. <laughs> we expect the money that we raise on Indiegogo from you guys to be well over $4 because <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. So we're going to need a cover. We're going to need an overhead. <laughs> yeah, we're, we are uh, willing to entertain um, investors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Forgotten Lake, the Lake of the Woods Brewing Company. Microsoft, just to get it in. We'll put the movie on Game Pass. There you go. We'll put the movie on Game Pass, day and date release in theaters. If you want a vinyl version for some weird reason, we'll send it to you. Send you a vinyl soundtrack. Because you know we're going to have a banger of a soundtrack for whatever movie we do. It's going to be great. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. Just terrible. One of these times we should do our own stand-up routines. Know how bad that would go? Pretty bad. I I I can't do I don't think I can do a stand-up routine. I don't think I can. I wonder if we could make a movie just using like footage from other movies, special effects, and like somebody deep with learning, like deep fake stuff. Oh yeah, somebody with more talent could, I'm sure. <laughs> That's that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I'm sure if we found the person that had the talent, we could direct it. Yeah. But we will 100% not be able to do that. I just like the the creative story building. Just sit here and bullshit. Think of ideas. Think of things. And, but it's, a, it's what I love about when, when we record and I go into just tangents where I'm like, that would be a really funny stand-up bit. But also, I'm just going and going and going. Because I'm getting enough of a reaction out of you mm-hmm. where I know I can keep going. But if I was just up on stage just bullshitting about some of this stuff and staring to a dead audience, I'd lose my mind. We got to uh, – another idea that we'll never do is we should – we could upscale it, add video, a whiteboard, and and legit storyboard. We keep saying video and whiteboard. Those, along with Game Pass, might be our three most used <laughs> words this year. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Alright. I, I, I want to do these things. They're in my head to do them. We need to revisit this. Our production ideas. And actually press some buttons on some things. Big red buttons. Boop. It's dangerous buttons to press, Matt. Boop. But I want to press them. Boop. Boopity boop boop. Boop. That being said, happy holidays. Next week will be our game of the year discussion. Not next week. Yes, next week. Next week? This is the 25th, Matt. Oh, yeah. Next week. Just kidding. <laughs> Next week will be our game of the year discussion. Uh, might not be. There probably won't be a news one. 
It'll just be the game of the year discussion. If there is a news one, it'll be the same episode. We'll burn through the news real quick and then get into our game of the year discussion. Um, yeah, once I mean, again, there shouldn't. There's not much news at this point. Theoretically, there shouldn't be much. News. There shouldn't be. Uh, CD Projekt Red might have blown up, but we'll discuss about that if it happens. Uh, game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass. You know the typical things we have to get. We have to shoehorn in because otherwise we don't get our uh, gratuity. I think this checks. might be the our most prepared for game of the year. It'll be very yeah, probably because I think we've hit a lot of the games that people are in that are on people's list for game of the year yeah yeah for sure so i think i think between us we have managed to hit everything and if not i i have valhalla to hit yeah and, and i have hades i have valhalla and uh, miles morales to hit that's not even on my list I no i know but i mean that. people would have it in their list i'm sure yeah uh spoiler alert i don't think cyberpunk will make my list it might make, it'll make my top 10 of the year, probably. Probably. Mm-hmm. But even that's not guaranteed. It's not number one, though. Not yet. That that kind of is interesting, then, because... You'll see immediately what, you're, what I'm talking about. I think we both have very... I, actually, no, we don't have the same number one. I'd put money on it. We don't have the same number one. Oh, no, totally not. I, it's not even like everyone knows what my number one yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Year, that's what so I mean. it's not even... <laughs> Uh, but I think we also both both do agree on mine, so it's not like we're yeah. We're I not we're not on, breaking new ground out here. My plan is to actually revisit some of these games. I gotta I gotta play a little bit of Cyberpunk. I do want to play a little bit of Hades, and then I'm gonna revisit probably Half Life, Alex, mm-hmm. a little bit just to re you know rekindle some thoughts and. Yeah. Yeah. That's plan for me. Cool. All right. Well, we'll see you guys in seven days. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.